0: Welcome to another episode of the Giant Take Podcast. Giants versus Eagles recap. They can score one touchdown. They can get one field goal. They can complete my score prediction as the Giants lose 34 to 10. It was very close to my score prediction on the Eagles side of things when it comes to their points. We welcome you to another episode here of the Giant Take Podcast where we have recaps, previews and all of your content throughout the season, throughout the offseason. If you're listening, we appreciate you listening. If you're watching, we appreciate you watching on the Giants League YouTube channel. Josh, Alex, Josh talking now, and I'm here with my co-host, Alex. My audio and video might not be the best. I'm not home, but it doesn't matter. As Alex said right before we started recording, no matter where I am, the Giants will disappoint. So it doesn't matter if I'm home or not, because that won't change their result. We have... So little to talk about and yet still have so much to discuss, Alex, as this team just goes down and down and down and down until I will get myself off the screen and go under the floor for how bad this team is. <laughs> I, will, I will cement myself underground. I will have to dig a hole and plant myself in it for how low this team is right now. Alex, how are
1: you? Well, I'm not doing great. Um, it, it just in general, on Sundays just don't seem to be my day. I don't know what happened. You know, it's some weird thing. It's some some stupid team that like you know does really bad on this particular day. Um, doesn't play on any other days because why would they ever play primetime football? But, well, some somehow um, they do
0: manage to find themselves playing <laughs> on Thursday and Monday a little more than they should.
1: Not lately. Not lately, though. Not lately. So that's good. But Sundays haven't been great for me recently. I do got to say. It's unfortunate, but uh you know, we got to look back at the tape and we got to move on, right? We just got to look at the tape right there and and we got to we got to move on. This was very bad. This was embarrassing. This was terrible. This was awful. This is terrible. This is bad. Did I mention it was awful? It was just terrible. From special teams to offense. I'm not going to mention the defense because I thought they played decently well, and there's only so much you can do when your offense is putting up about 10 yards a game and your special teams and your punter punts for about 10 yards a punt. I I don't know what to say. I, like I don't even know what to start with. There's so many things that were wrong, I don't know what to start with. I guess we'll talk about what Joe Judge started with in his press conference, his comedy show, whatever you want to call it at this point. Joe Judge started off his press conference by saying, the special teams gave us some field position today, and you know what, Joe? I agree. They gave us some field position. They didn't give us good field position. No, no, no. They did give us some field position, though. They gave us field position. They didn't kick it out of the stadium, so that's good. But we were on the field. I agree, Joe. We- so <laughs> we, we were there. So we had a field. We had a position on the field. So, Joe, I, I agree with you. You know.
0: No, you can continue, Alex. I don't want to cut you off. I want us to be able to. Oh no, you
1: can go. I'm. I'm. Okay. <laughs> I'm pissed already. You know,
0: I don't want any like, unless like there is really a point here. I want us to have the time equally to speak our minds fully because I think we really deserve the right to do so here, and this is the place we get to do it. So, I want to continue with your point of special teams. You know, let's let's look at Riley Dixon today, man. What did Riley Dixon contribute, right? Some bad punts. We got him some touches. We got, we got him some touches. We got a lot more touches than we would have hoped, right? Riley Dixon today, his performance with punts was just as horrific as any other week in the NFL season. That man needs to be cut. I saw tweet after tweet that he needs to be cut. You know, I, I think Danny King was the one who had a tweet saying Riley Dixon's making a really good point of how he should get cut this offseason. He's making a really good, uh, he is really make he's really making good points with the Giants team to get himself to get himself released. And I guess it's good to say that we made a few moves to get our practice squad signings from lowering the amount he's getting in his contract and reworking that. I uh, sure. I guess that helps us out. Alex, Joe Judge. He didn't see some good things on offense right there, if you didn't know. He he didn't see some good things on offense. Uh, that's what he said. He said, obviously, we didn't do anything good enough on offense right there. Uh, Talking about the game.
1: Right there. Right right there. there. Not not elsewhere, right there. Yeah, and you know
0: what's funny is when you only score 10 points in a game and get a touchdown late with your backup quarterback, Mike Glennon, to Evan Ingram, it makes sense that you didn't see some good things on offense right there. Giants again now, two for two. With losing to the eagles and getting knocked out of the playoffs what do you i mean what what else is there for me to say
1: (laughs) i'm 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 speechless at this point
0: i'm just i don't (laughs) if you remember alex it wasn't even the part of losing to the eagles it was the eagles knocking us out of the playoffs because Mm -hmm. of their stupidity and anyway speaking of this right you know we talk about backup quarterbacks Remember how I was saying how these next three games are going to be the most nerve-wracking for me in the preview episode? Yeah, well, all of that went away after today. All of that went away. There is nothing to be nervous about because no matter what, it looks like this team will do nothing but lose. And a 34-10 result today coming from an Eagles team that did not even look good whatsoever in the first half. Maybe it was because the Giants defense was just so electric in that first half, and maybe it was Jalen Hurts was holding it in and waiting until the second half, but from what I saw in the first half, this Eagles team was not good. was not good, but it just seems like this New York Giants football team can just find a way to lose, find a way to embarrass themselves, and find a way to just show the whole nation, the whole world, that they're not a football team you want to root for, they're not a football team you want to watch, and they're not a football team you want to support.
1: And Even the aliens are closing their eyes up there. <laughs> my gosh. And even
0: the only thing I can think about now is, does it matter if it's Mike Glennon and doesn't matter if it's Jake Fromm because I won't be nervous going into Chicago next week. There is no reason I should be, and there no, there's no reason I will. If we end up winning that game against Chicago, fine, so be it. But going into that game, my nerves are gone. That team right now is competing as we're recording with the Seattle Seahawks. You think the Giants can do that this year like they did last year?
1: Hell no. Hell no. I'll tell you that right now. And Jake Fromm wasn't oblivious to his poor performance either. Um, On his first career start, he said, I don't think it gets much worse than that. And and I would agree, uh, Jake. He had six of 17 passes completed. For 25 yards and one interception. The stat line of dream. I hope no one started him in fantasy. Because you probably got like negative points. I actually think you probably did get negative points. I'm not exactly sure. But you might have. Mike Glennon, When he came in in relief. Of Jake Fromm. The giraffe came in. It was perfect. He completed 17 of 27. For 93 yards and a touchdown. As well as one interception. Because of course. Had to throw that. He threw that pick six, right, to Alex Singleton. I mean, Alex, oh didn't
0: God. we have the quarterback trifecta these last two weeks? Coming from Mike Glennon against Dallas, let's go to our other NFC East rival to embarrass our freaking team. We go to <laughs> Philly against the Eagles, and Jake Fromm comes in for relief of the bad of Mike Glennon last week and maybe shows some hidden talents targeting Kadarius uh, Tony, Kenny Galladay downfield. And then, okay, you know, maybe this practice squad guy, he's got something. But no, what he showed us today was he's just that practice squad guy that who, who was on the Bills practice squad and who deserved to be there. So be it, because the back-to-back between the game against Dallas with Mike Grant, uh, Mike Glennon as our starting quarterback to this game against the Eagles with Jake Fromm. Horrendous football. This team is unenjoyable. These games are boring and stupid. And every time these last few weeks, Alex, we've reconsidered our Giants fandom. And we thought about to ourselves, am I really sitting here watching this team again? Is it really worth it for me to sit down, waste my time and watch this team play again? Because all it is is turnover after turnover. And I know you want to say, oh yeah, it was a big, for all those old time, you know, like uh, all the people who are into hard nose Defensive football, and you saw the halftime scoreline. You're like, oh, yeah, it was hard-nosed defensive football. No, it wasn't. It was the constant runs for four yards. It was the constant third and long screen plays. It was the constant incompletions. It was the constant Jake Front throws that were either to the left, to the right, ahead, behind, in front, whatever. Just didn't hit the receivers at all. It was Saquon Barkley getting hands of the ball. Maybe he gets four yards. Maybe he gets six yards. We won't convert on third down. And
1: a constant Riley Dixon punt that should have gone longer than it was. And you said, we, yeah, if we were doing four yard runs, that would have been much better. We definitely were not doing four yard runs. I, I would guess. I'm, I don't have the averages here. Well, here, I mean, Saquon Barkley, 15 carries for 32 yards, a little more than two, two yards a carry. Um, and I believe Devontae Booker was somewhere around that as well. It was six just rushes, the run.
0: Sorry, six rushes, 27 yards, It's about four and a half yards per carry.
1: Okay. Anyway, the bulk of our carries, we were probably closer to three yards per carry on average, depending if you added all our carries together. It's just not good enough. Our offensive line just looked terrible. Matt Parrott went out and Cunningham came in. That guy just, he's Corey not Cunningham. good enough to play. Corey Cunningham. Like, at that point, they might as well just bring Joe Judge out there to play right tackle because he's doing, he'd do a better job there than he does coaching a football team.
0: Unfortunate for for Pert, though, in his first game. Yeah, starting, unfortunate. Right, and we have Soldier, of course, having COVID. And, and yet you look at the Titans, right, with their guys getting COVID or whatever, and they come in and they they somehow are able to win games or at least compete. At least compete. Our team can't even compete. No way. No. Compete. What's that? Uh, I want to know, Alex, your, sorry, your thoughts on the now we talked about in the preview. Devontae Booker, Saquon Barkley split. Well, doesn't even look like they did what I wanted, right? So Saquon Barkley, 15 carries. Devontae Booker, six. You were saying keep having Barkley do carries because, oh, that'll increase his trade value. Well, I'm putting you on the spot now, Alex. How is this trade value going up from this 15 carries, 32-yard performance?
1: I think it's it's at the same value it was last week but maybe even a bit higher because he's still on the field. You understand what I'm saying? It's better that he's on the field, right? Every GM in the league knows that he's running behind Corey fucking Cunningham and and Matt Skura and who's the center? Billy Price, all graded PFF, under 10 PFF points, I'm sure. That was a joke. I'm sure they're like 50, but still bad. Like, I, I think you have to take these things into context. Yes, Booker is averaging more yards per carry, I get it. But when Booker, they're stacking the box more when they see Saquon Barkley in the backfield. It's just a fact. No team is more intimidated by Devontae Booker than Saquon Barkley. I, I, I like, it doesn't matter at this point because we're not going to trade him because John Mara is going to, like, use him to sell more Pepsis or whatever. But it, it does, like, I, it's, I, I don't know, but I would say it doesn't hurt his trade value, but then again, the conversation's not important because we're not trading him. I just know we're not trading him. There's no way in hell. John Mara looks at things from a business standpoint. Saquon Barkley's good for business. Is he good on the football field? Doesn't matter. He's good for business. He gets to stay, sell some more medium Pepsis by uh, selling some more season tickets.
0: Two things. First of all, you lost the curse counter this week, so at least I, I move one Whatever. week ahead. Um, Congrats. Thanks. Second thing is let, let's talk about uh, let's talk about. Oh, what did I to say? Damn it. Let's talk about... Oh, yeah. And, and fun- oh, sorry, go ahead. I I, uh, I was
1: going to say it's funny enough, Corey Cunningham was probably not even the worst lineman out there today. Will, Hern- Will Hernandez was bad. I mean, everyone was really bad. Even Andrew Thomas had a poor game today, um, which I was a little bit disappointed with. Not like a terrible game, but, I mean, also when you're playing with four... I'm not going to say anything. Four, four offensive linemen who should not be playing in the nfl or
0: trash offensive linemen you could say it <laughs> i mean maybe you're gonna use different words to describe it but
1: for four below par offensive linemen it's hard to uh it's hard it's hard to function well and also when you have jake from state farm at quarterback and he can only throw 10 yards i saw the entertainer put out a, a tweet he said i want they should do a competition who can punt or throw farther can Riley Dixon punt farther or can Jake Fromm throw farther? Let's see which one. I'm going to put my money on Dixon actually, um, but we'll see. It'll be poor
0: performances from either of them, so don't worry about it. The second point that I was going to go to that I just remember now, you were talking about you know players who, uh, who look good on the field, they'll stick with Mara. Well, Alex, this morning we got some news from Adam Schefter to help us out with uh, some players and a coach that are going to be sticking around. That's a single player and that's a single coach. That is, according to Adam Shefford, I'll read a tweet from him, New York Giants plan to bring back head coach Joe Judge and quarterback Daniel Jones for the 2022 season per sources. We were talking about this, Alex. We were saying, you know, looks like Joe Judge. I guess Daniel Jones would say here. Now, this isn't official. We won't know until the offseason. But Adam Schefter, a pretty worthy person to get this news from, right? Uh, Incredible. Pretty
1: credible. Pretty credible source.
0: Thank you. And I mean, we, we we also knew it beforehand. I mean, you could kind of like see the notions that Daniel Jones is going to stick around, that Joe Judge isn't going anywhere, and that they'll probably hire Kevin Abrams and we'll all stay in house and nothing will change when it comes to coaching wise, maybe the offensive coordinator. And you know what? Hell, you know. F it, let's stay with Freddie Kitchens, right? Who knows? Maybe <laughs> that'll be the next thing. Watch him run a few more screen passes and run plays. Now, I don't know if designed because of this game that we were starting Jake Fromm, we were like, all right, let's just run the ball a whole lot and then do a screen pass here or there. But my God, the amount of times that Jake Fromm under through over through a receiver when he got the chance to throw it, which was rare, he failed all those times. And Mike Glennon, I mean, it was a little better, right? I mean, I'll go through the stat lines now. That's what I normally do. Mike Lennon, 17th for 27, 93 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Jake Fromm, six for 17, 25 yards and an interception. Saquon Barkley, we already read that, but 15 carries, 32 yards. Booker, 6 carries, 27 yards. Fromm, oh, he was out there rushing it a little bit, had 3 carries for 12 yards. Kadarius Toney, 4 catches for 28 yards. He was somewhat existent because he played today, if anyone didn't know. But you know who I saw on the sideline that I was like, really? He plays for the New York Giants? Yeah, that's Kenny Galladay. He had three catches for 22 yards. But there was nothing throwing the ball, nothing running. What's crazy to me, Alex, is that, remember, again, we were talking about in the preview with Jalen Hurts, and we were like, is this guy the future quarterback for the Eagles? Over in the, early in this game, he looked like crap, Jalen Hurts. He looked like the bad quarterback. That man has wheels. I give him credit, but throwing the ball, he needs some work. He was under-throwing receivers. He was overthrowing receivers. He wasn't hitting his targets whatsoever. And again, I don't know if the first half of this game was just a bad performance from the Eagles offense or it was a good performance from the Giants defense. Maybe a mix of both. Whatever it was, it popped off in the second half. There was a play on special teams with Jalen Rager, right? I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Returned it for about 30, 40 yards, whatever it was. So much great special teams play so great much great for special, special teams, teams Joe! So much for special teams, Joe Judge. I thought you were the special teams coach special teams guru. The 40% of our points are on field goal special teams, Joe Judge. Why are uh, why in our why aren't the people who are supposed to be tackling the punt returners not making their tackles? Why is that, Joe? Please. I know you gotta look at the film. But how about you get back to me on Wednesday about that one after you have some time? I'll give you some time to do so. I'll, I'll give you some time to do so, Joe. Then maybe you'll get back to me, head coach Joe Judge.
1: And, and what I would talk about on the offensive play calling, I, I want to I wanna talk about before we get to the offense, go or go back to the offense, because we're just going all over the place because we're losing our minds right now about how terrible this team is, but do you remember when Joe Judge, I'm not sure if you were paying attention to this, but when we were on their 50-yard, or on the 50-yard line, it was 4th and 3, very close to beginning of the game, and it looked like we were going to go for it, and then, just like last week, Joe Judge did the run off the offense and then rush on the punt unit. He thought he was I so good that. with
0: that. He thought he, <laughs> he,
1: thought he really was tricked the Eagles. Eagles. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Jalen Rager wasn't ready for that one, but I, I, I have a question for you. Is it Because he thinks, I I was discussing this earlier, is it because he thinks that it's going to give him a tactical advantage to run on the special teams unit and like catch them off guard or whatever? Or is it that he can't make a decision and that he's changing his mind and is like, oh shit, let me rush on the punt unit now. Which one do you think it is? Because I I think it's the second one. Okay.
0: You know, I also don't know, Alex, because that could very well be a Freddie Kitchen's decision where he turns it over to Judge and says... You know, I I do think it is a mid—I think—I want to give him credit a little bit because I do think it is a good idea just to see what the defense shows. He has him stand on fourth down, yeah, and he looks at the defensive scheme. He takes a look. He sees what the Mm -hmm. Eagles line up in, and 99% of the time—I don't think any time that he's done that on fourth down— He's not turned it over to the punting unit. He's had him stay on the sidelines, and he's gone he's for it. He's done
1: that multiple times. Yeah, he's done it multiple. He's times. He's done it multiple
0: times where but, he's looked at it and then brought the punt team on. So what I I I think it's a good idea. I mean, he looks at the defensive scheme, but then look at the defensive scheme and go for it, Joe. Because every time I feel like the Giants do go for it on fourth down, which is, mind you, very rare. It's a preset thing. Like okay, we're gonna go there on fourth down here. Maybe take a risk and be like, you know, punt team, stay off the field. We're gonna do this. We're gonna we're gonna roll with it. They don't do that. They always just look at the defensive scheme and get scared. Then they're like, Riley, we need you. Come on. Riley Dixon, come on. (laughs) You got to punch the ball. We can't do this. We can't go
1: for it. I'm scared. Uh, So I I remember a few weeks ago they did it, but that's where I'm kind of confused because I was thinking, yeah, it could be for this defensive scheme. They're looking to see how the defense sets up, but I also remember them doing it before the defense was even set, so they didn't even have an idea of who was there, the personnel, they were still like changing, making subs. So that that's what I was kind of confused about. That's what had me leaning towards the first two options that I mentioned. But yeah, it's very interesting. I really wish some, one of the Beats asked him about it, because I really want to know his answer. I, I don't think he would say that it's he can't make a decision, and he's just freaking out, and is <laughs> like, oh, Riley, please. But... I just want to hear what he had to say about that, but uh, yeah that that was that was interesting. And the offensive play calling, right? The, we had third and long, third and very long, third and reasonably long. Like whether it, was, I think it was third and eight or something, and third and thirteen. Two halfback draws towards the in the first half, early second half. I get Jake Fromm doesn't have the arm or whatever. You know, you don't want to push him down the field, but surely he needs to be able to complete a ten yard pass. And we need to at least go for it because with the run, you're, you're taking a 5% chance, especially behind our offensive line that Saquon somehow bursts for a big one. But behind our offensive line, I think you just got to throw the football. I don't know what, what's going on. Freddie Kitchens is almost more conservative than Jason Garrett. I said it. Jason, Jason Garrett might be a bit more aggressive.
0: I mean, Alex, tell me tell me you're done with Freddy Kitchens without telling me you're done with Freddy Kitchens is basically what you explained I'm to me. I'm done with
1: all of them. I'm done with everyone. No medium Pepsi for me. Get John Mara out of here. But get that's not out of here. That's
0: the thing. I know. John is staying. Okay, maybe not Gettleman because he'll retire, right? Because we can't fire I know. Judge
1: is staying. He'll retire. Everyone's but, staying.
0: But Abrams will come in because we got to stay in-house, right? We can only trust our own people because we'll say yes to anything Mara wants and we'll end up with another bad draft pick, right? okay, Daniel Jones is staying, okay, Joe Judge is staying, maybe, maybe we'll be happy getting an offensive
1: offensive uh, coordinator. Pat Graham needs to jump ship because poor guy is putting up, like, he's creating these schemes. It doesn't even matter, though. Poor Pat Graham just needs to go find a better job. I don't know what that is, but he, like, I don't know. I, I He should go back to being a linebackers coach on another team if they don't offer him a, D, a DC job because, my God, who the hell would My want to coaching work job? The, the Jets? I, I think he him. should get it. Jets interviewed him. I I get it. But what if, you know, people are looking at it like, oh, you're 34 points because, you know, that's how people look at it. But it's uh, he needs to jump ship and go somewhere where he's appreciated. And, that you know, I'd be I know no one's talking about this, but give Pat Graham the coaching job. Yeah, See what he can do. He's showed up for this team time and time again. The defense is always putting their best foot forward out there. I don't know why. I know it's never going to happen because you don't do that. You don't replace the head coach with the, you know, defensive coordinator that they hired. I know they have a great relationship, etc. But yeah, Pat Graham just needs to leave because my God, I feel bad for that guy. He's doing so much, and it's just it's just not working out.
0: And from what it seems like, he's not he's not going to take over because you know, Judge is going to say. I-, I think Alex, from what we've seen, what we've heard, somehow there is still a way this team can improve. We have the offense to do it. And I really do think it comes down to an offensive lineman. That offensive to oh, well, yeah, to an offensive lineman first of all. But I was going for offensive linemen. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to <yeah. laughs> say though an offensive coordinator. I messed up my words because let's just say everything that everyone's been saying is going to come true. Kevin Abrams takes over. Okay, Joe Judge stays in house or Joe Judge stays. And Daniel Jones says You would have to assume that they get a new offensive coordinator. I can't imagine Freddie Kitchens stays because he's just a replacement for the season. Maybe he stays with the team, but I think the Giants do get an offensive coordinator that's new. And Pat Graham stays as defensive coordinator. If all of those things happen, this team can still improve because they have the offensive weapons to do so. What you need to do is you need to find an offensive coordinator with a scheme that will fit everyone in where they should be. Where you're not just doing screen plays. Where you're not just running it all the time with Saquon Barkley, and they're not even good runs. They're not pitches, they're not creative runs, okay? You gotta find someone who's in shotgun set, who's, when there is, when they put Daniel Jones right behind the center, that he knows what he's doing, and he's not doing a play action and immediately getting sacked. And he's getting put on his ass because our offensive lineman can't block. That's what needs to happen, Alex. That really is.
1: Yeah, and, and when I look at it... You need to find an offensive... Oh, sorry. <laughs> you got, we need to get our offensive talented pieces. We need to get them in space. Saquon Barkley, we need to get him in space. Whether that means maybe... Because we're not throwing any screens to Saquon Barkley, if you notice. We only throw screens to un, un like not Colin Johnson, Farrah Cooper. Yeah. Don't get Kenny Galladay involved in that area
0: of things because... We're going to target him downfield, but sorry, that's only going to be once
1: every five games we'll do that. But for the people that we have that are good in open space, I'm thinking primarily Kadarius Tony, and I'm looking at Saquon Barkley, those two, even maybe a bit of Devontae Booker. I'm good with that as well. Get those guys in space. Kadarius Tony in the backfield. Why haven't we seen any of that? He's an explosive player. He's a multi-dimensional player. Get Kadarius Tony. We saw what he did at Florida in the backfield. Get him in the backfield. Have Saquon go out wide and at at wide receiver. Put him in the slot. Just mix things up. Change the matchups. Cause Kadarius Tony against a linebacker, you want to get these matchups that are, that are going well. Give a few carries to Kadarius Tony. You know, maybe he has, he has the shiftiness. We've seen it. Get him more involved. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe this is the excuse this week that he's, he just came back from injury, right? But next week, or, you know, we should have been seeing this all season, right? Kadarius Toney should be the focal point of our offense. Don't even if, give him if I'm the... Being,
0: don't even give him the... Sorry, go, finish.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to give them the excuse of the injury because yeah. he should be a... Fo- him, Kenny Galladay, Saquon Barkley. Those are the focal points. Darius Slayton, Devontae Booker, Evan Ingram. Those guys are role players on the offense. They're guys that you go to, but they're not the main men. We have three players who can be right. pivotal in moving the offense forward down the field and they're not getting touches yeah. Barkley is but behind it not in space
0: I was watching SportsCenter yesterday I think it was or two days ago and they were saying Aaron Rodgers potential landing spots if he wanted to get traded and the Giants were there and those three guys were the ones who were mentioned because he come why would Aaron Rodgers want to come here why
1: anyway he wouldn't No. why would Russell Wilson want to come here <laughs> Like, Teddy Bridgewater wouldn't even want to come here, even if we paid him $50 million a year. Because he doesn't want to be knocked down. I get the New York. I get the New York. I get it, okay? I know. New York spotlight.
0: Blah, 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 blah. Odell Beckham got the New York spotlight because it was one catch. That's why he loves LA. I understand it. But we play in a dump of MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. And we have a dump organization, okay? The organization's crap. I'm trying not to curse because I don't want to, I don't want to tie Alex in the curse counter. Okay. So I'm trying my best here. I'm holding it in. Anyway, we need to find an offensive coordinator who has a system in 2022. Not Joe Judge back in 1985. I'm sorry to tell you, but you got to take the DeLorean to 2022, Joe. We're going back to the future, Marty. Marty McFly, we're going back to the future, okay? Take the DeLorean and we gotta go to 2022 because I don't need to hear it with the screen passes and the we need an offensive coordinator. If if everything's gonna happen with Abrams Judge Jones, fine. Get me an offensive coordinator who has a who has play calling that'll target Kenny Galladay downfield, who will get Saquon Barkley in open spaces, who will rebuild those offensive line, and who will set us up to have be a top ten offense in points. How about that? To score touchdowns and not to rely on field goals to win football games. That's who I want my offense coordinator to be. Let me go to the Eagles stat line. Okay. We have Jalen Hurts going 17 for 29, 199 yards, two touchdowns. Miles Sanders, seven carries, 45 yards. Boston Scott, 12 carries, 41 yards. Of course, he got a touchdown. Giants killer. Jordan Howard, nine carries, 37 yards. I got my, I didn't get my score prediction right for the Giants. Not just that, Alex. I also got my X factor right. So really do trust me with all your betting. Devontae Smith had five catches for 80 yards, one touchdown. Quez Watkins, three catches for 43 yards. And Alex X Factor, two catches for 28 yards for Dallas Goddard. Uh, and we know Alex Singleton, as you mentioned, Alex, uh, he was a hit on defense, getting nine tackles, one reception, the pick six for about 28 yards. I-, I just want to mention one more thing, and that is Lane Johnson, the offensive lineman for the Eagles, has more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony this season. Yep. Alex, I think the last thing you have in here is your notes. Do you want to just run through that real quick? Just run through no, that. I mean, I mentioned through. it all. Just run
1: through I mentioned it all. I mean, I'll read it again. This is what I wrote down during the game. Riley Dixon with three terrible punts. There was more. I just stopped writing them down. Halfback draw on third and longs twice. Pretending to go fourth on fourth down before rushing the punting unit on. Explosive plays allowed on special teams. No explosive plays for us on special teams. Jake Fromm stinks. Not entirely his fault offensive line is so bad I mean it I was think what we expected
0: out. from Jake Fromm and Mike Lennon and it was it was just it's just yeah tying everything in it's just it's just awful in our minds disgraceful this team and,
1: and and of course if you know with the Giants luck here the Bears are driving down the field and uh they're in the red zone you're if they they can tie it up they can tie it up here 24-17 uh third and 14 luckily Seahawks defense so hopefully they stop them but if, a, if I can just imagine a Nick Foles 20-yard run into the end zone just to, just to piss all the Giants fans and make it the worst day all po- humanly possible. The play's going on now, so you can do the whatever you want to do and then we can discuss what happened. and Hopefully it'll be over.
0: Uh no, it's f- cuz people are going to know the result by the time they listen. Yeah, people are going to know what happened stuff. So. Uh but but anyway, yeah, no, if that happens. Oh my god, we have not even talk yep, about. Yep, he it.
1: caught it. Touchdown. Mhm. Caught it. Touchdown. Jimmy fucking Graham. Yep. <laughs>
0: at least you see a team that's competing i mean that's all i can say i mean with our draft pick or not at least you see a team that is bad not as bad as the giants giants are probably one of the worst teams in football but the same record and they're going out there and they're fighting for their they're fighting their asses off for a victory against the seattle seahawks they're going into seattle where it's snowing and they're fighting for their lives and they're getting it done sorry Alan.
1: I didn't even know Jimmy Graham was still in the league. I thought he had retired, but who knows? But anyway. Oh, they're, oh, they're going for two. They're going for two all to right, win it. All right. all right. I'm sorry. Everyone just, just, I just, it's, it's very sad. I'm going to keep going. You update me with this. Oh, and they got the. Okay.
0: So the score now.
1: 25-24. But left. I think that's going to have to be reviewed, though. Yeah, okay. with all right, all right, all right, Alex, My Anyway, we're done. Okay.
0: We're done. Um, well, listen, Giants fans, enjoy your Giants draft pick, and we'll see where the Bears, ones goes, the <laughs> Bears one uh, goes from here. If you're so happy about the draft, which I am too, only two games left, and one of them is against this Bears team. And if they can compete and take the lead on a two-point conversion against the Seattle Seahawks, don't have any doubt in your mind that they can beat this team because they could definitely beat the Giants. Jake from Mike Lennon, I don't care who the hell is starting. They can beat them. Anyway, we appreciate you listening to this episode of the Giant Take Podcast. You can listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or the main two, but there's also a bunch of other places. You can go to shippingstudios.com slash gianttake to check out more of the links where you can listen and watch. If you're watching, we appreciate you watching. Please subscribe. Drop a comment on what you thought about this horrendous performance by the New York Giants. We would love to hear and reply to you all the comments we can. Drop a like. And, uh, yeah, I said the subscribe, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, the giant take pod Alex on Twitter at Anor 23 and I'm on Twitter at Josh, 29, we are here for you. We care about you and we care about this New York giants team as well. As awful as they are, we care about this New York giants team. I am Josh and I'm going to hand it to my co-host Alex to close this one out. Uh, this, this awful recap of this awful team.
1: Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. We'll be back somehow, some way with the preview. I don't know why we're doing this, but <laughs> we are. Um, and uh, let's all—I mean, you know by now—but let's all at least pray for a Seattle win. Come on, Russ, get his first win for the Giants. You'll you know. What you'll, what I'm know. There? you'll know
0: when you're listening. You'll know.
1: We'll probably—I'm—I'm I'm sure the Bears are going to win because why? Like, why wouldn't they? Anyway, see everyone next time. Peace. Have a good week and just try to stop thinking about the Giants. Peace.
0: Peace.